Well, we've it's been a while since we've had any expansion talk in college football, and there's a reason for that. Things have settled to some degree, but much like a duck going across the, the lake, uh, things look calm at the top, but behind the scenes, uh, underneath the water, that duck is just paddling away, and we've got some um, insights into what some of the moves are coming up, particularly as it relates to the Big 12. You're listening to the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We appreciate it if you would spread the word and subscribe, like, and share on Apple or Spotify, the Landry Football Podcast Network, so that you don't miss any of our shows. Also, to get the best inside information and analysis on the college and pro game, head on over to LandryFootball.com. Uh, whether it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes, uh, administrative issues, coaching searches, uh, you name it, we got the inside information from a coaching, scouting, and front office executive viewpoint, administrative viewpoint on the games of college football and the NFL. How does it affect on and off the field? We cover it all for you. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. It's the best deal that we've got going. Uh, It is... um, 12 months long, you can try it out for a month or six months, whatever is your um, pleasure there. So the league meetings, the spring meetings have taken place with each conferences around the country, and we kind of know where things are. The SEC made the move of bringing Texas and Oklahoma in. That's going to be in 2024. We know that USC, UCLA was poached by the Big Ten. And so, you know, the big boys have kind of, going in their direction. Everyone thinks that there's going to be another round of movement. Well, here's the thing to understand is you don't make a move in a conference and add a school unless that school can bring you more revenue. Meaning, think of this as a pie. If you're just adding a school to have numbers, all you're doing is splitting the pie more ways. And it's no bigger pie. You need to make sure that that school, whoever you bring in or two, expands the pie so that when you get the two more, when you, you know, give two more slices away, your piece is still bigger than it was before. So it kind of brings us to, and everything kind of filters in from the top too. The ACC is kind of in its mode where um, they're not in a great shape. Um, the Big Ten is in better position. I still think if there's movements out there, we could see the potential of, say, the ACC uh, get rated to some degree. You know, a North Carolina perhaps going to the Big Ten. Now, you you would think that that's not going to happen. North Carolina is as ACC is ACC is. But same thing with USC and the Pac-12. You never know. The, The academic alignment, the good, you know, uh, athletic program, football and basketball would make, for example, them appealing. Would they then add someone else to the mix? Would they add a Syracuse or someone else? That's being speculated. It's also being speculated that the Big Ten might be interested in further going out west and expanding that front rank with a Washington or Oregon. So the Pac-12 and the ACC are vulnerable. The um, the necessity of to try to hold those conferences off if you're kind of in the seats of the ACC and the Pac-12, it's a challenge. 
it, to try to, in the case of the Pac-12, you don't have a television deal that is uh, exciting the league members. Um, so we'll see what happens there. The ACC has their television deal, and they've got the alignment with the with ESPN, so they're in better position than the Pac-12. But they've got a contract that stands out a long time. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So that brings us to the Big 12. First of all, I love Michael Resco. But when he says that the AAC is part of the Big Six or the, the group of six, uh, you couldn't be more wrong, Mike. If there was ever any proof needed that there is a drop-off between the five until the six. All you got to do is look at the fact that when the Big 12 was rated by the FCC, you know, it's survival of the fittest, you know, the the, the, the law of the jungle, right? Um, with the Big 12 being eaten up by the SEC, um, the Big 12 went, and where did they go? They attacked the AAC. So, no, Mike, the AAC is not on the same level as the Big 12. Um, so the thought is, well, well, they're closer to that. You know, you can make the argument that maybe the AAC is closer to the Big 12 than the Big 12 is to the rest of the league. But can you? I, I would say that the Big 12 is in pretty good position compared to, say, the AAC. They have definitely lost their edge with Oklahoma and Texas the two uh, unlike USC UCLA you can make the case that UCLA came along for the ride in the locale but that wasn't you know it's USC was the big grab for the Big Ten but the SEC got clearly the two best programs out of the Big 12 so Big 12 is definitely just knocked on his knees, but they rebounded instead of falling apart and collapsing. They are now, you know, maybe the last of the group of five, but still have kept their separation from conference, uh, excuse me, from AAC because the AAC was rated by the big 12. So that's important to understand. And they've added some, some interesting schools, but they're not going to be the same without Texas and Oklahoma. Those, those schools meant so much to them politically and financially. But they are looking at some interesting things and pursuing expansion if the opportunities come along. Now, the first targets are is to attack the weak, and that's the Pac-12 without a TV deal. They'd like to, the Big 12 would like to get Colorado back They'd like to bring Utah, <clears throat> and they'd like to get Arizona and Arizona State. Um, that would give them the not the 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 um, what you would call the 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 mountain region schools that are close to Big Twelve ish. Not that everything, uh, very little, in fact, is is related to geographics this day and age. But that is what they're thinking, and that's what they're hoping to do. Now, I think it's an await-and-see mode for those schools. 
because I think they want to see what the new television deal would be, would be. And so I still think there's a possibility with those four. The other interesting thing that's been floated out there is maybe trying to add a couple of schools and maybe look at, and this is a, I give a lot of um, a credit to Brett Yormark, their, their commissioner, who's, you got to be creative, right? I mean, you, you've lost Texas and Oklahoma. You, you can't cry over spilled milk. He's trying to look at maybe setting up and maybe adding some basketball schools like a Gonzaga would make sense. Um, you know, there's Connecticut doesn't make sense geographically, but again, you know how that plays out. Um, trying to look at maybe making and selling off the basketball rights down the road, and that's a long way down the road, to um, a network and the football rights. So they got a plan. Uh, there's wanting to make the conference more coast to coast. They have the best basketball conference in America and adding a couple of schools like at Gonzaga or UConn would certainly just add to that. You know, you hear about the academic alignment, leadership, geographic, you know, athletic performance. There's there's some things that fit into that as well. But a lot of good schools there. And I do think adding, you know, Houston, for example, makes some sense. It, it just, the conference is no longer that upper tier because of the loss of Texas and Oklahoma. But they're doing a pretty good job. Adding the Big 12 or adding the Pac-12 members is what they want to do. And until the media rights uh, get done, that is still a possibility. Um, Going after the possibility of basketball as a separate entity for TV contracts is something that's down the road. That's to like 2031. But it's something that they're looking at and could possibly be consummated in a few years. Um, now they're going to estimate that, uh, estimate giving up 44 million per school for the 22, 23 fiscal year, which is a record high for the conference. The big 12 distributed 42, six on an average, it's members of years ago, the departing members, of Oklahoma and Texas, which exited will receive full revenue, uh, distribution for 22, 23. I do think of the commissioners. That is not heading one of the the elite conferences. Your mark has got more of the creative planning and ideas, um, and we'll see how that plays out. They are looking to expand to playing games in Mexico and doing certain things that would make that conference a little bit unique. So the Big 12 was on my mind as they met on the uh, in Greenbrier at West Virginia last week. The word coming out of it is, look, they know that they're no longer in that elite group with the SEC and the Big Ten because of the exodus of Texas and Oklahoma. But they have done a good job of at least putting some programs together that are really good. And by taking the very best programs in the AAC, they've clearly distanced themselves or kept the same separation between themselves in the um, group of five. Right now, the Big 12 seems to have a better plan and a better idea than the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is maybe the most concerning league. They don't have a media rights. They've lost USC, UCLA. 
Um, and they're not going to add anybody that's going to really make a difference. You know, adding BYU or San Diego State or that's not, you know, uh, excuse me, BYU is going to the Big 12, which is another good move for them. <clears throat> but adding a, um, you know, a, uh, a San Diego State is not going to move the needle in the Pac-12. But if they're looking for numbers, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I think the Pac-12 appears to be the most vulnerable. I do think that the ACC is in better position. I think the Big 12 has at least secured itself as what it is. A distant member of the group of five, unofficial group of five, of course, but still separating from the lesser leagues. Look, the AAC took from the Conference USA, took from, you know, the Sun Belt. I mean, it, it's kind of how the line goes. It doesn't mean that's going to that those conferences are going to have the best group of five uh, football team or basketball teams. But overall, politically, uh, economically, um, there is still a separation. And the Big 12, while maybe at the kids' table in the Power Five, um, still above the group of five. Maybe you'd even put them in a separate category, if you will, uh, better than the group of five. So I guess you could put them as the very, very top group of five, or, and you make it a power four. But right now, it looks like um, almost a power three with the really uh, maybe the SEC and the Big 12 is the power two. The ACC is kind of that by itself in the third position. Then I would put the Big 12, and then I would put the Pac-12 as the one that's maybe in most danger it needs, uh, well, it needs a it needs a rally here. There's no question about it. Just some thoughts uh, of what the Big 12 is thinking, kind of where they are. Uh, all things considered, the new commissioner coming in, he's not responsible for losing Texas and Oklahoma. He's come in and, quite frankly, has done a very good job in a very difficult situation. He's taken what's been a mess, and he's added some quality, and he's coming up with some creative ideas to keep that league not only uh, surviving, but thriving, thriving as well as it can without losing its uh, top two leaders in Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, a reminder, you can get more details if you're interested in the background information, inside information administratively on the college or the NFL. We've got it covered for you at LandryFootball.com. If you're interested in the players, the teams, the coaches, the schemes, um, coaching searches, you name it. We got it all at LandryFootball.com. College and NFL, check it out today. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. It's the best deal that we've got going. You can try it out for a month or six months, but our 12-month offer is the best one that we have. Um, also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share for free the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify. That way you don't miss any of our football content. Always great to be with you folks. Look forward to talking again next time on the Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. See you there and see you over at LandryFootball.com. So long, everyone.